Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Peter Lois is your wife. You should be defending her, not talking trash and gossiping behind her back like some kind of Midwestern teenager. Did you gals hear about Allie Gallagher? She let Alan Ackerman smack her in the back with his tallywhacker behind the snack shack. What? Nobody here in Maryland understands a single word you're saying. You should move back to Minnesota. I can't go back. I Snapchatted Matt Gakarak a Kodak on my ass crack. Just had to give a little Minnesota tribute there real quick. Uh, they, they did. They had their undefeated season snack at Iowa over the weekend. So, um, Colin, we uh, we do appreciate everything you do for the show for us. And uh, too bad about your gophers there. I thought maybe they had something going. Uh, it is Monday night yet again. Another big show for us, big show next week, big show every week, uh, as we have the two co-hosts, Icon and Granny Holster, here with us. How you guys doing this afternoon? Well, afternoon, this I'm evening, good. rather, really. I'm good. You good? Cool. I'm great. No complaints here. <clears throat> At least not yet. True. So, hi, guys. How, how many... Uh, we got a three-guest show tonight? We do. Uh, we uh, we actually have a great uh, town pool tonight. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, the Women of Warrior Wrestling. We have uh, Natalie Byrne, who's on uh, who's starring in the new exciting action-packed movie with Dolph Lundgren. She's going to talk to us about that. And we're also going to have uh, Natasha Riley. Uh, who is a female bodybuilder that's got not only a six-pack, I believe she has a 12-pack and a 24-pack as well. So uh, uh, she could she could crush us with her with her uh, with her bare hands. Uh, so she's gonna talk to us about that. And I also uh, really want to give a shout out here real quick. Uh, uh, last week uh, I found out that we did lose a listener of the show. Uh, oh, 
Oh, friend geez, of mine, so. uh, uh, friend of mine, Jamie, a uh, co-worker of mine who would listen to the show frequently, uh, passed away at work. Oh, uh, lost a listener that way. Okay. All right. I thought you meant like lost, and, like uh, they stopped listening to our show kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so I want to send my shout out to, uh, his, uh, his family. We are with you. Our prayers are with you in your loss. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's up there watching us now, and now he will listen to every show. So we, I miss him, and uh, we will uh, dedicate the show to him tonight. All right. Well, Jamie, this one's for you then. Yeah, and uh, I also want to let you guys know uh, next week uh, what we got coming up, too. Uh, we got an interesting show next week, too. Uh, we have uh, Bob Roop. Uh, a professional, legendary wrestler. He's going to tell us about what it was like being kidnapped and escaping from Saddam Hussein when he was over in Iraq. He's going to tell us about that. And the return of Audubon Clutch and his partner, Maverick, the, the great tag team. We're going to talk to him about that. And also Tombstone Jesus, apparently... There's a father-son thing going on there. There's a connection going on there. And uh, they decided to use our show as the format to hash out their differences. So I want to let everybody know if you want something to be totally unexpected, something you've never heard before, tune into our show. Nothing is recorded. Everything is live. Nothing is staged. Nothing is set up. Nothing is pre-approved. What happens, happens, and there ain't nothing anybody can do about it. Not even if you have a podcast up in Winnipeg on Sunday nights where you tune in and you can't hear nothing on the other end of the receiver because the show was recorded in silence. There you go. Wow. You tell him. You tell that's him, my, my guy. That's my rant. That's my rant for the week. You guys been watching Raw at all? I have not. Just got home, actually. So, uh, mm-hmm. have they decided to drop the uh, the stupid uh, uh, angle with um, with um, Lana? And I don't know. I, I no, doing, now, now yeah, I, they, now the they game, have a restraining so. order on him. He can't come within 90 feet of her. That's so stupid. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I didn't um, see anything about it just because I, I've been watching, I've been doing the football game all night, so I haven't really caught much of WWE. I was that's why I was kinda curious if you guys knew what was going on, but I watched bits and pieces of it and then I switched to my football game, so So apparently the WWE has finally went off the deep end with this storyline. Yep. Hmm. But of course I really don't have any room to talk because we're going to be talking about this very same thing next week on our show with a wrestler and a supposed daddy issue. So 
I don't know, but the the main difference is ours is better because ours is real. So there you go. Can you guys believe it's almost Thanksgiving? I mean, Thanksgiving is next week. It feels like it just turned 2019. Christmas isn't very far away. Well, it feels like it just turned 2019, and now all of a sudden here it is almost 2020. I know. Crazy. Where did the year go to, guys? I mean. Well, you know what they say. The year is slow up until the 4th of July, and after the 4th of July, it just goes. Well, you know what, Icon, my whole year has been more than just slow. My year has went by extremely fast this year. This whole year has went by extremely fast for me, so. Hey, guys, can you believe it? They're bringing back war games, NXT war games. Well, you know why? Because there was a big story out there that, um, <clears throat> that, AE, that, uh, um, that AEW is bringing back the WCW pay-per-view. And so now they feel like they have to compete because they're getting their ass kicked in ratings every week. Well, yeah, so, yeah they, haven't, they haven't released which one they're bringing yet. I don't think anyways. So our first guest should be calling in here shortly. Uh, as as far as we know, so uh, we'll just wait for their call and uh, go from there. When they call in, we'll talk until they uh, arrive and go from there. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. So um, so yeah, you said we, we're gonna have like a Maury Povich kind of style show next week, right? Exactly. <laughs> and. Uh, It'll be uh, it'll be very interesting uh, between these two, and uh, like I say, I'm uh, anxious to hear these guys hash out. I mean, they had a war last week on our show, and now it's going to continue and spill over next week. Huh. Interesting. And uh, on the contrary, for those of you who may think so. Hey, your buddy's on the screen right now, Icon. What's that? Your buddy's in the ring with Triple H. Yeah, I I see that. I see that. Uh, And uh, on the contrary, what happened last week, uh, we did not set up either. Uh, That just happened. And people say, oh, he's just saying that because he did set up. I did not set that up. I was not expecting a wrestler to have issues with his so, uh, alleged father on our airway. That does not happen. And trust me, if I would have been able to set something up that like that, I would have gave it more time than five minutes. Think about that. True, true. Um, hang on, let me see if you... Shit, I want to press the wrong button. If we, yeah, we got our guest on. Like, oh, well, actually, wait a minute. Is, is our guest calling? Do you know if they're calling from, like, Skype or something? I believe so, yeah. I believe so. All right, because it's a 111-111-1111 number, so I just want to make sure it's not toilet guy. Um, well, that might not that might not be our guest. Um, 
Caller, right, what's so up? Be ready to be ready. Go Call ahead, caller. Is this the Women of Warriors Wrestling? Nope, guess not. There was nobody on the line. Stop them. All right. Yep. So. But anyways. Uh, shoot. Uh, our, our guest should be calling from a 917 number. 917. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Yep, and they just uh, they just sent me a message saying they were going to call in, so. Okay. <laughs> I will keep it in mind. i got to go back to the football game here. So I'm going to do that same thing that I do pretty much every week. And, Icon, it's going to be you for a little bit here, uh, along with Granny. And then uh, I'll pop in when I can. Just waiting for them to call well, in. Well, you, know, uh, you know, Granny and I are used to sharing a show. And we're used to, you know, you doing double duty. And we uh, respect you for all you do. And, you, you know, it's great and all that stuff. So I would much rather have you do what you do. Then uh, run the board because uh, I, I have trouble multitasking. However, when I've done it, I have been great. So I, I'm just going to put that out there. Oh wow, Triple H is Triple H really laying into Kevin Owens right now. All right, hey Icon, they're uh, they're on the line right now, so I'm going to jump over to the football game. I'll put you on. Let you do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, the premium organization in wrestling independence today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you W-O-W. What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good. It's good to have you on the, uh, good to have you on here with us. Uh, what we'll do real quick is uh, we'll have you state that liner, and then we'll uh, interview you. Uh, you ready? Go ahead. Hey, this, hey, this is Joey B. from Warriors of Wrestling. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live, where you host the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. That was awesome. So we have right. uh, the Women of Warriors Wrestling, WOW. You have a couple divisions <clears throat> in your organization. So if you want to give us a little background of your organization, then we're going to ask you the hard-hitting, tough questions. All right, sounds good, man. If you, Listen, I'm on my Bluetooth in my car. I'm driving, so if you need me to repeat anything, just let me know. Um, well, yeah, I'll so, tell you what. At uh, least we don't hear any background noise, so we're good. All right, sounds good, man. Uh, yeah, uh, we're coming up on our 12-year anniversary on December 14th. So I've been running Warriors now for 12 years. Uh you know, it started because I had a fallout with my trainer, Johnny Rods. Uh, he told me I would only uh, last one show. That was almost 200 shows ago, and like I said, 12 years ago. And that is awesome. So what we'll do is uh, I'll kind of ask you a few questions, and we'll kind of do a little round table, and we'll go around the room, and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll just uh, kind of get to know your company a little bit, and uh, we'll, get to, we'll get the word out there about uh, – your organization. So you mentioned that uh, 12 years and 200 shows later. How often do you yeah, guys run your shows? Almost 200 shows. We run at least once a month, sometimes twice, sometimes three times. But this year, 
Um, it was it's basically we did about fourteen shows this year. And do you have your shows in one arena, or do you travel all over? We mainly do um, our home our home arena in Staten Island. <clears throat> it's where it's where our wrestling school is located. Um, but we're starting to do more in Brooklyn at St. Finbar's. Um, and that's, you know, we're trying to do that every other month. And uh, how many uh, wrestlers do you have on your current roster? Oh. Well, I'd say around 30. It, it, it changes. We've, we've done a lot of changing in the last year where we're, instead of using just a set roster for everybody, we have a, a smaller core group of guys. And we bring in different people every show. We have WOW here with us, and uh, we have about well, we have about twenty six minutes here with. Uh, we'll kind of go around the room here, and then uh, we'll come back to you. I'm going to ask you the hard hitting questions. But uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest? WOW. Well, what made you decide? that you wanted to get into this kind of business? I mean, did you have somebody that you idolized? Were you a wrestling fan, you know, when you were a kid? What made you decide that you wanted to get into this type of business? Oh, start with, well, as I was, yeah, I was around nine years old. I started watching wrestling. Um, that was in 1985. So the, the sport was a lot different back then. Um, I was a big fan of the British Bulldogs, Dynamite Kid in particularly. Um, and then, yeah, I just you know, always been a fan. And then I, in the late '90s, I'm I'm short. I'm not I'm not like Hulk Hogan. I'm pretty short. So when you know the smaller cruiserweight guys started becoming popular in WCW, I was like, oh, you know, let me give this a try. And I uh, went to, like I said, Johnny Rod's uh, school in Brooklyn, in Gleason's gym. And uh, that the rest is history. That was in, back in 1998. I started. Awesome. Well, I tell you, I love the British Bulldogs, too. I mean, they were one of my favorite tag teams. Um, I mean, I had a lot of people that that I enjoyed watching, you know. I mean, I'm 57 years old, and I'm proud to say how old I am. I'm not one of these type of women that is afraid to tell her age because I'm very proud of my age, but I've been a wrestling fan for a long time. But I'm not a wrestler. That that gimmick name is just given to me because I am a huge fan of wrestling. I like to holler at the bad guys. I like to give grief to the bad guys. I can And I can talk some pretty good smack when I have to. <laughs> and, if you, uh, and if you disrespect Granny Hawks about her age, she will hit you with her hurricane. Oh, I can't quit lying about my cane. <laughs> I try not well, to even hey. use it right now, but, you know, but that's okay. Well, it's kind of it's kind of a running storyline with us. So yeah, anyway, it have, is. Uh, it is. We we have WOW here. So uh, I don't know if Big Swing is back. We'll go to him in a second. Uh, you know, you mentioned uh, that you were a fan of the British Bulldogs. You know, what's cool about our show is we have had both widows, uh, both the Dynamite Kid and the British Bulldog on the show. As a matter of fact, in two weeks. We are going to have Diana Hart Smith back on the show, and uh, we're going to do a little tribute show to uh, the British Bulldog, and she's going to be leading that with us. So, you know, if you oh, want to tune in, that would be cool. You can even call in and ask yeah, her yeah, a question definitely. if you want. Awesome. So, uh, Big Swing, are you back? I don't you think start. he is. 
Uh, it can yeah. be, yeah. Oh, um, there he what, is. What do you have for our well, guest here, W-O-W? Well, I mean, Granny kind of asked my question a little bit, but um, I guess it's it's more so to go elaborate into detail with a little bit. I mean, like, take us through your journey, your story, like how you got to where you're at and, you know, uh, some some inspirations, motivations, and people you looked up to and things like that, and uh, just kind of paint a picture for us as to how you got where you're at. Well, how I got where I'm at was a lot of hard work. Um, a lot still is a lot of hard work. Um, you know, just uh, guerrilla promoting, putting up posters. You know, we don't just rely on you know internet promoting. We go out there, we put up flyers, put up posters. Um, we're pretty. We have a really big presence on YouTube. Uh, we have over 125,000 subscribers. We came in 16 or 18 on the uh, on YouTube a few weeks ago. Did the top 100 wrestling promotions of all time. We came in, I think it was 18. Um, so you can check that out at Warriors of uh, YouTube.com forward slash Live. That's our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a lot of hard work. A, a lot of hard work. Do it yourself type, you know, hard work too. I don't know if that answers your question. Oh, sure, that's awesome. We have uh, W O W here with us. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, 22 minutes here. Now I'm going to give you some hard hitting questions. And then uh, if uh, this adds to what uh, uh, if Gr- Granny and uh, Big Swing want anything, they can. <clears throat> so you know, you mentioned your promotion, and you have 30 wrestlers on your roster. When people go to your show. What can they what can they expect? How long a show can they expect? And how many matches do you usually try and put out there? And what if any any gimmick matches or anything that uh, people might can see? What can they expect when they go to your show? Well, as far as the time of the show, we normally will our pre show starts about seven thirty, and that's where we showcase our students. And then at 8 o'clock is the main show. And, you know, we're normally done by about between 10.30 and 11 o'clock. So, say, an average of 10.45 to 2, two hours, 45 minutes. As far as gimmick matches, yeah, we've had through the years, we've had cage matches, uh, barbed wire matches, street fights, Texas tornadoes. Uh, we just had an intergender show. The whole show was men versus women. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll get a little bit of everything from our shows. Well, you know, you know, you have a, you have a, you have, you know, you have a men's division and a women's division, and you said you just mm-hmm. had an in, intergender show. Right. What, uh, would you say is the criteria that you expect if someone wanted to join your organization? What, what are you looking for? What, what kind of criteria do they have to follow before you even consider giving them a look if they wanted to join your organization? Well, yeah, that's when, when somebody contacts me, you know, via email or social media, I don't want to hear, Hey, how do I get on your show? I want to see a resume. I want to see links to a YouTube video. You know, it's pretty easy to do all this. Now, when I started, you had to put a VHS tape in an envelope, you know, with, with uh, eight by tens and a written resume so it's a little bit more difficult. Now all you have to do is shoot an email with, with that info, and certain people can't seem to get that right. But, you know, you have to be properly trained. You have to have a look. 
You have to have professional gear. You have to look like a wrestler, not like somebody that sits in the crowd. Um, you know, it also depends on what we're looking for for the moment, too. You know, we might be looking for a, a cruiserweight. We might be looking for a heavyweight. Who, who knows, you know? It just depends on the situation. And with that being said, you know, this is kind of an ego question. Uh, if, you know, if the icon can get down there and see one of your shows, do you think maybe you can get him a pass, maybe let him in, uh, let him in the door, maybe get him a, a nice ringside seat or a backstage pass so he can meet the guys? Maybe, uh, you know, if you need a, a backup ring announcer, something like that, what do you think? Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to let you in the back, but I let, I let you in the show. Where are you guys from? Well, I'm from Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, wow. I live in Arkansas. And, yeah, uh, you're, a little, you're, a little, you're a little far from me. And Big Swing, he's up in New York. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Where in New York? Uh, I'm originally from originally from Long Island, um, but I I live up by Albany now. Uh, I was just in Albany yesterday. We did an autograph signing there. Oh really? Huh. Yeah, at the mall there. I think it's called Colonial Colonia or something like that. Uh, Colony Center. Yeah, Colony. Yeah, we brought up. Uh, we had Road Dog, Molina, Brooke Adams. Uh, nice. Enzo you see, we have yeah, we have two yeah. we have two malls. We have one that's like our big mall, and then we have our nice mall. Co- Colonies, like our nice mall, and then Crossgates is our big one. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice mall. Hey, uh, Big Swing, did you say you were at that autograph signing you were trying to challenge the wrestlers who match out there? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, uh, that road fan that was at your autograph signing, you're talking to him right now. <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. Anyway, uh, we have uh, WOW here with us. we got 17 minutes here left with uh, WOW. So if our fans wanted to get tickets and go to your show, where would they acquire them? Are they available online? Can they just get them at the yep. door? Uh, okay, how far too. in advance can they get them? You could get them at the door the night of the show, or you could order at warriorsofwrestling.com. And what does the ticket usually run? $25 for front row, $20 general admission. And is it, uh, uh, it let's say that, uh, you know, with all the different matches you have, uh, is it uh, is it kid-friendly? Uh, kids have a good yeah. time, too? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we, we do get a little violent sometimes, not all the time, but... Yeah, it's definitely. We have a lot of kids that show up at the shows. And uh, do you have the opportunity for, like, after the show or, like, an intermission or before the show, if fans wanted to talk and meet the wrestlers, get autographs? Do you have uh, stuff yeah. like that that goes on? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, before the show, we do a meet and greet, and then during intermission, we do a meet and greet. And uh, we we kind of uh, chatted about this. I don't know if I mentioned this or not, but uh, you know, uh, Christmas is right around the corner. We got a big uh, December giveaway show coming out. Uh, 
if I were to send you a, a address on uh, Messenger, uh, do you think maybe you might be willing to send us some autographs of some wrestlers for giveaway? Yeah, sure. Send me a message. Awesome. Well, I will definitely do that. I'll do that after the show here. So, when is your next big show, and how many shows you have left uh, in uh, 2019? And have you set up your calendar for 2020 as of yet? Well, we just came this past weekend, this past Saturday. We just had, like I said, the Intergender uh, Warfare Show. Our next show is the 12-year anniversary on uh, December 14th in Staten Island. Uh, January 18th, we're back in Brooklyn. Um, and then February 8th, we're back in Staten Island. And then, yeah, I have March 6th is the Friday night in Brooklyn. So, yeah, we have a few into 2020. And that's re- that's really cool. And uh, for your next show coming up, do you have any uh, matches that you'd want to, that you can tell us about, or do you want to keep those a secret till uh, closer to showtime? No, I can tell you about it. We have uh, Darius Carter defending the title, the, the WWE Heavyweight Championship, against uh, the strategist Just Neff. We have Tyree Taylor, the No Limit Champion, defending against Fratboy Farber. We have Mickey Adams, the women's champion, defending against Violet and Masha Slamovic. Prolific, who is our WOW tag team champion, defending against uh, Wildcat, uh, Jason Spade, and uh, Boku Dow, and also the, the Rocket Twins. I'm saying that right, but from Canada. Um, also on that card, we're going to have Teddy Hart, Serpentico, uh, wrestling uh, in the three-way, and also Dexter. Um... We have a Texas Tornado match between Team Talent and the Midnight Classic. Uh, and there's going to be a Frankie Memorial Battle Royal, Frankie Gets Memorial back in Battle Royal. That's off the top of my head. Um, I don't have that. Like I said, I'm driving. I don't have everything in front of me. Now, uh, are you uh, are you uh, yourself going to be uh, uh, entering the ring at all? Or do you... Uh, no. Do you, uh, not this year. I'm done. Not, you're done? Well, let me ask you this. Yeah, as a I'm promoter, done. as a promoter, are you? What kind of promoter would you say you are? Are you like the, uh, like the Triple H that likes to get involved every now and then just to make himself look good to screw everybody? Are you like Vince McMahon that kind of stays behind the scenes until it's time to pop up, or would you say you're more like a Paul uh, Paul Heyman who uh, kind of does this, does that, does everything to make the show work? Yeah, I'd say I'm more like Heyman to get the, you know, I mean, I have a, a guy that helps me um, book the shows and, and helps me run the shows, but I don't I don't go out there and um, I, I go out there once in a while as an authority figure and make some changes that need to go with, with some whatever needs to be done. But as far as getting in the ring and, and doing stuff like Triple H does now. And what is your favorite... What is your favorite thing about being a promoter? Is it uh, setting up the matches, getting wrestlers, training wrestlers, uh, setting up the arenas, getting people to come to the shows? What is your favorite thing that you do uh, for the shows? The end result of being successful. Putting on a successful show. That's my favorite. And you mentioned, the building. You know, and you also mentioned that uh, you have uh, 
several uh, different champions. How many different champions do you have? Four. Uh, the world heavyweight, the women's, uh, the no limits, and the tag team. Do you have any plans on adding any more championships in the future? No, no. Four is totally enough. That is really, really cool. Now, if our fans wanted to uh, check you guys out and follow you and see what you guys are up to, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, yeah. you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe, what do you got? So on uh, our website is warriorsofwrestling.com, our YouTube. We have two YouTubes. We have an old classic one, which I don't upload anything to anymore. That's uh, youtube.com forward slash warriors of wrestling. And then we got our current YouTube, which is our big one, which is youtube.com forward slash WOWTV live. Um, on Twitter, I believe we are WOW Pro Wrestling or Warriors of Wrestling. I'm not sure about Twitter. I don't see that much. Instagram, uh, Warriors of Wrestling or at Warriors of Wrestling. And Facebook, Warriors of Wrestling. Cool. Uh, we got about uh, five minutes here left with uh, WOW. So, with all your promotional stuff that you do and all the different shows that you do, do you have uh, do you have different titles for the shows that you do? Uh, like you do. Yeah, like, every, uh, every, every show has a different name. Every show has a different name. Do you yeah. do you ever? Do you ever hash out uh, the same the same type of show every year, kind of like a like a WrestleMania type every year? Well, yeah. So we just did our second annual Intergender Wars. In September, we do a King of the U.S. tournament, which is four uh, four ways that go into you know the winners face each other. In July, it's uh, we have Ultimate Survival. Uh, you got a lot of feedback on here. Uh, July we do a uh, Royal Rumble style match. So yeah. And when you uh, when you are you know setting up all the shows and uh, getting uh, getting everybody involved, do you try and have everybody on the roster have a match, or do you set it up like this show you can see these these wrestlers, and then next show you have to come to see these wrestlers? Do you try and get everybody involved? Um, well, yeah, kind of both, to really uh, to answer that question. Um, our regulars, we, we always have on every show, and then we, we try to bring in different faces, you know, every so often. And then do you ever bring in any le- uh, legends of the ring uh, to your show? Oh, my God, yes. We've had everybody. We've had them all. Who, well, I don't know if you'll, you'll answer this, but who is the, who is your favorite that you brought in? I don't know about my favorite, but I'll, I'll give you a few names. We've had Jake the Snake, Axel Jim Duggan, Mean Gene, Booker T, Scott Hall, Eric Bischoff, uh, Mabel or Viscera, uh, Victoria, Molina, Brooke Adams, The Road Dog, uh, Nigel McGuinness, uh, Big Vito, Tommy Dreamer, Raven, uh, Tony Schiavone, Axel Rotten, Bold Mahoney, Teddy Biasi, Virgil, Marty Gennetti, I mean, the homicide, there's been so many. Rhino. And which, in that, that's, real, that's really awesome. You know, you mentioned that Jake the Snake Roberts. Did he have the snake with him? 
No, no, no. Okay. All right. I was just I was just wondering what's that like uh, when you see Jake the Jake the Snake Roberts walk in and uh, he's got a bag with a snake in it. <laughs> no, no, no snake. That because uh, I I don't I don't know what I do if uh, you know I, I I met Jake the Snake once and then the snake then either but uh, you know. I wish you would have. That way, I could have had a reason to run away from him. But anyway, uh, we got uh, we got about uh, we got about two minutes here left with uh, WOW. So once again, uh, with all your with all your stuff that you do, and uh, all the promotions and everything you do with WOW, what uh, where do you see uh, your your company in the next couple of years. What what do you want to see your company do? Um, just keep continue to grow. Um, you know, we uh, we're pretty much the first company to do these intergender shows. Um, I want to continue to do that. Uh, you know, just just a, a stronger presence on social media. Get our YouTube channel to grow more because if you know more people with eyes on the product, <clears throat> that's really it. Just continue to grow, make money. Awesome, and uh, if uh, if you'd be willing to, if we didn't scare you away too much, uh, maybe we could uh, get you back on. You can bring some of your wrestlers with you next time. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. I will stay in contact with you, and we'll get you that set up. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we do thank you for taking time out of your schedule. We know that you're driving, and we do want you to get to your destination safely. So we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, and I'll be in contact with you. Uh, send whatever autographs you can for our giveaways, and we appreciate it, and you are awesome. Have a great night. Thanks, guys. I had a good time. Thanks, buddy. W-O-W, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Can you say anything more? So, Big Swing, our next guest should be on. Hopefully he's paying attention. Yeah, I see him. 310 number, right? Per, yeah. Well, they, well, I know. I said them. Oh, I see them. Um, three one zero. Okay, we got you. Yep. All right. Are they on? Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the <laughs> aisle, she is going to win the best actress of twenty twenty for her role in her new current movie. Right now, she's going to help us feel the burn. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Natalie Byrne. Oh, my God. That was the best introduction ever. Hey, guys. I'm Natalie Byrne. You're listening to the Attitude Era Life with host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Holster. Yay. Awesome. awesome. Well, we have uh, we have uh, Natalie Byrne as our guest here, and we have uh, 35 minutes here with Natalie, and we're going to – we're going to go over a lot of stuff, but uh, the main the main thing we're going to start with, and then we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, first off, I want to thank you because you have honored me with uh, your one of your number one fans on Facebook, and I do appreciate that giving me that honor. Aww, well, thank you for always checking in and, and commenting on my stuff and following my growth. Thank you. And I also want to thank you for not putting a, uh, a restraining order on me. I do appreciate that, but that's up for another time. <laughs> oh, so that was you outside my window the other day? Nice. 
that was that was me. Yeah. Uh, next time we'll right. get binoculars. <laughs> All right, I'll leave the so, curtains anyway. open. Uh, uh, Natalie Byrne is our guest here. We got 34 minutes here with Natalie. Uh, we'll uh, I'll kind of ask you a few questions, and we'll go around the room, then we'll come back to me. Uh, there is a uh, rumor out there that uh, you're starring in a new movie with uh, Ivan Drago. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, that's funny. Um, you mean I had already finished working with him? Yes, it's called Acceleration, and it's out already on demand and in select theaters. Um, uh, it's called, yeah, I said it's called Acceleration. It's funny, I'm driving right now as well. <laughs> um, it's a it's a cool, fun action thriller film that I shot um, actually this year. We put it together quite fast. And I play a badass character, a mom um, whose son gets kidnapped by by Dolph Lundgren's character. Um, and, of course, he calls me on the phone while I'm driving. He says, hey, you have five tasks to uh, to do for me and to uh, get rid of some of his um, bad guys that he doesn't want to uh, work with anymore or his rivals. And he wants me to get some information from them. And if I do that, then he'll get he'll release my son. And so it's an under, underground work, kind of like shot all the way in downtown, very gritty, very dark, very fast. Um, a lot of mobsters involved, a lot of different characters, um, a lot of uh, different introductions to great actors like Chuck Liddell. Sean Patrick Flannery plays one of the bad guys. Dolph Lundgren is one of the bad guys, but I won't really reveal, like, a really cool twist in the end. Um, Rampage Jackson, Danny Trejo, um, Jason London, Lou Temple, Sally Kirkland. A lot of really, really, really like familiar faces are in this movie. You know, you, you mentioned uh, Johnny Trejo. You, you said Johnny Trejo, is that correct? Danny. Danny Trejo is in it, yeah. Danny Trejo. All right. And uh, how long uh, did you, uh, how long did you, uh, uh, work on filming this movie before uh, you guys completed it. Oh, we uh, this movie just fell into my lap and it was super fast. I had to put it together. Um, I didn't even have, I think, four weeks of pre-production. It was like a couple of weeks, and that's it. So we we had filmed the whole movie in like thirteen and a half days. It was so fast, and it was like the beginning of this year, and then. Not even le- less than nine months, like we we're already out in theaters. So is that why it's called acceleration? <clears throat> I think so. Oh my God, the whole movie has been accelerating <laughs> since I got it. Uh, yeah, it's been super fast. I, I uh, the the director Michael Marina, who wrote the the picture, basically sent me the script. I read it. Three hours later, Dolph was already attacked <clears throat> and. I think less than like like three weeks or four weeks later, we were already shooting. Uh, Natalie Burns, I guess here we got thirty-one minutes. So, uh, you know, so in, of course, their real names are Dolph Lundgren and Danny Trejo. But uh, a lot of people would know uh, Dolph Lundgren as uh, Ivan Drago, of course, from uh, Rambo, uh, Rambo, Chief Rocky Four. Rambo. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, he fought. He fought Rambo in Rocky Four. And uh, yeah. Danny Trejo, uh, he was uh, Johnny 23 in uh, the movie Con Air. Or, as they were saying in Spanish, Johnny Venti Trace. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. And, 
I, I got to ask you, then uh, then we'll kind of go around the room, then we'll come back to me. What is it like being next to and standing next to Dolph Lundgren? Uh, he's tall. <laughs> he's very tall. Um, but I'm also tall, so that kind of worked. Uh, I mean, he's got an amazing presence, and he's super smart, um, very polite um, gentleman, um, definitely knows his craft um, in in terms of, like, acting, but also, like, fighting, uh, martial arts. Um, he's, a, he's a director. Um, every time we shot something, he'd always go back to the monitor and check exactly what we were filming how is everybody acting, and, and this, how is the story, like, revealing itself? Um, I think he's, he, he, he's grown to be more than just an actor, and I think he's realizing it himself right now, too. That's why he's taking on much stronger, much deeper roles. But also, he's become a director who is, you know, who, who, who's ready to take on himself much stronger projects and really dive into a becoming a um, like an A-list director, not just an actor. And uh, I, you, we'd have to agree that he is completely polar opposite from the characters he plays, right? Or does he have that sternness to him? Um, I think it, it's, it depends on the character. Um, I've worked with him now three times um, in terms of just like acting. Um, and every time it's a different approach, but at the same time, it's a much deeper approach than what you would imagine him to be like. He really likes to dive in. He really likes to do background, um, like, like, uh, bios on his characters. Um, he really likes to go emotionally, like, attached to his characters and, and find out the depth of them and, like, where they come from and, and find out their, um, pluses and minuses of what, what he can, like, relate to. Um, so it just it just depends. On this particular character, when I worked with him, um, he, played, uh, he played like a, a, a mob uh, type who I had worked on with, um, Rona, my character worked with, and he's, uh, he played Vladek. He, he was very, um, he was very stern, he was very straightforward, he was a little bit scary. Uh, but at the same time, relaxed, like he had everything under control. And um, I think he nailed the, the, the part that was presented in front of him. Um, I think he really understood what we were trying to, to do, and, and it was easy, especially when I had a face-to-face um, scene with him. It was very, um, it was very deep, and, and, and uh, it resolved in this, Different connection, like more than what I what I thought we had, even in real life. Uh, Natalie Berg is our guest here. We have about uh, twenty seven minutes here with Natalie. We'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Natalie Berg? Well, first of all, this movie sounds absolutely amazing. I mean, I I I would I would love to watch just watch that kind of movie because. I like movies like that. I like movies with lots of action, and that sounds absolutely amazing. And he's such an amazing actor anyways, you know, so that yeah. I, it, just, it sounds exciting. It sounds really exciting. Thank you. And I love the fact, and I, and I, and I love the fact 
that, you know, you're the mom trying to rescue, you know, your son, which I think is pretty amazing, too. I mean, I think that's pretty awesome. The storyline of the whole, you know, the whole thing, I think that's just uh, exciting. Yeah. It's just really exciting. Feel the tension throughout the whole movie because you know my character just has to do. She will. She will do anything to save her son, and 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 being put on the spot, you know, to whether to get rid of some people, to kill them, to not kill them, to get the stuff that you know Vlad Dolfungren wants or not. It's like choices, but at the same time she's being monitored and viewed each time she goes to to somebody to. Uh, to get something from them, she, he always monitors her in her car. There's a camera, like a GoPro, and he watches her. So anywhere she goes, he controls the car. You know, if she wants to go somewhere else, he can stop the car, the car any moment. But he also gives her a timer so she is under pressure because she needs to do all that five jobs until 7 o'clock in the morning. If she doesn't do it, then her son is dead. Wow. Wow, yeah. that's just, that's something else. I mean, so what was it like just to, I mean, I know you kind of answered that a little bit, but, you know, to be able to work with somebody like Dolph, that much talent, I mean, what was that like for you, I mean, as an actress? I mean, I'm sure you've worked with a lot of amazing people in your career. Um. Thank you. Yeah, Dolph. Uh, Dolph is, like I said before, he is, he's a much deeper soul than than he shows himself to be. Um, he's very proper and dedicated, and he definitely like took the time to research um, and to go deep into his character. And then when you act in front of him, you can see that. And he didn't want to like stop until he really got the scene that we were trying to get with him. When I come to him. In front at the front door, and I'm already asking for my son. You know, something he reveals some information to me, which I also reveal reveal, reveal a secret to him about, you know, my life, my previous life that he doesn't know. And it's just, you know, the tension that we created, but also this this uh, incredible connection. He did not want to stop the shoot until we got it. And he was checking everything. He went back to the monitor. He goes, I know exactly how it's supposed to be. We need together, and and that's what we were doing, and that's when I knew that the, you know the guy was really dedicated, and he did not want to quit until he got the perfect performance out of both of us. That's amazing. Yeah, but I think that comes from because he's also, I mean, his background he used to be a, a chemical engineer, so that that takes dedication, and I think it just it it basically shows. In, in anything he does as well as his acting. So that dedication just never leaves once you've acquired it through something in your life and you know you're determined to succeed. You just, then you kind of have that and you can't give up until you're perfect in a way. Absolutely. Uh, Natalie Burns, our guest here. We've got 23 minutes here left with Natalie. Uh, if uh, Big Swing is uh, back, uh, what do you got for our guest here, Natalie Byrne? Uh, and then I'm going to hit the, ask the hard-eating questions. Uh, Big Swing, what do you got? What's your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie is Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Ooh, the original or the remake? The, the original. By, by far yeah, the, the original. The, I love... The one that's like four and a half hours? 
Yep, yep, that's my mm. favorite movie. I can watch that movie okay. over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, my, my favorite movie today, like, I've, if I had to update my list, um, another one would be The Joker that I recently watched. and I'm, oh, that's a good, I, I've heard some good things about that, yeah. I've heard some good and bad things about it. I'm on the good side of it as an actor. Um, I, okay. I understand how it could also encourage people to, I don't know, to do some crazy violence things, and I think maybe the, the whole um, underline of the story is, is probably... I, I can see how it could turn into something bad, but at the same time, I'm looking at it as an artist, as an actor, and I think he did a phenomenal job um, with the character. And that's why, like, I really, really, really enjoyed it, and I think it's one of my, I would say, top five now favorite movies. Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. We have uh, Natalie Byrne here. We got 21 minutes here left with Natalie. Uh, you know, I. I did bring you on here to talk about acceleration, but if, if we could uh, uh, break a little bit, uh, so I could ask you about some other, uh, uh, some of your other roles. Okay. okay. Uh, one of my favorite movies is yours, and now our fans are going to say, "Oh, the icon is just saying that because he's not," but it's not true. It's not true. My all-time because I haven't seen Acceleration yet. Uh, I'm gonna a- I'm gonna ask you about that in a second. I'm gonna ask you about uh, maybe sending you some autographs, some for giveaways, but I'll uh, I'll beg you for that okay. in a second. But the movie Awaken, you mm-hmm. do some major ass kicking in that movie. Tell us. Oh, about you it. have to watch Acceleration. <laughs> I I do even more ass kicking in Acceleration. <laughs> Awaken was uh it was it was fun. It was like one of my first uh, movies where I, I got to fight and I trained with uh, one of the best martial artists at the time, Benny the Jet, Sensei Benny, who really, that is why I kind of got into like the whole martial arts and, and doing my own stunts and just um, doing on camera fi- film fighting. Um, he inspired me. He's amazing at what he does. And when he opened up my, opened my eyes to, uh, to film fighting, I realized it was easy for me to transition because I was a ballerina before. So that ballet training that I had definitely helped make that that, that move into this action actress, uh, which is now I'm having a lot of fun in because not that many people can, can get away with, with doing their own stunts or their own fighting. And that helps, you know, for the camera and for the filming. I mean, not to say that... We, definitely nailed what we wanted to do in acceleration because of course like we're you know we didn't have enough time we didn't have enough you know it's always something you can always have an improvement but i definitely think it helps for the director for the camera you know for the crew itself when you have an actor that can do their own fight because then they have another takes of how to film it and then when they're filming it in one take you can see that it's definitely that person and you don't, you don't, you're not doing that many crazy cuts where it could be distracted, distracted, or the audience can't even see the, the the details of the of the fight. So with that, like I think I'm winning because I can do pretty much everything myself, and and I'm enjoying it as well, you know. So that's kind of fun. So I, Awaken was the first movie that I did where I got to experience that, and um, it was it was fun shoot and and was shot. Parsley in Belize, Parsley in LA, 
Um, I had worked with great actors there, too, with um, Daryl Hannah, Vinnie Jones, Robert Davi. Um, Jason London was on that film as well. Uh, Michael Coupon. Um, it was it was also like a very Michael Perret was it was a fun fun shoot as well, and so I'm, I'm yeah I think you guys if you haven't seen it go see Awaken as well as Acceleration and then you can compare and write to me on my social media and let me know what you think. <laughs> you know you mentioned uh, Robert Davy for those that uh, don't know Robert Davy he was one of the Fatellis in Goonies and uh, he yeah. was also he was also the bad guy in. Uh, a license to Kill, a James Bond flick. So uh, I'm going to ask you about a couple more movies, then we'll kind of circle back to Acceleration. Uh, in one of your movies, uh, tell me if this is true or not, did you not play Mel Gibson's wife in one of your movies? I played Mel Gibson's wife in uh, Expendables 3, yes. Yep. And uh, <laughs> uh, Expendables 3. It was a it was a very small part, but for a brief moment I did. But it was it was it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, because you uh, you got to be uh, you know you mentioned it was a small part. I'm kind of curious. You know, you're on the set with all these action stars. You know, I mean, you know, <clears throat> you know Gibson and uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Wesley Snipes and Ronda Rousey and uh, you know I'm Tony Banderas. Yeah. Right, right. My my question is, you know, you have a small role, but you know how when you when you do have a small role in something like this, uh, how uh, off how long are you on the set for a, for a role like that, and uh, how uh, how much interaction do you get to do with other cast members? Um. So I was on set the whole day. Um, mostly waiting around when they were going to shoot my scene. Um, the scene was much longer than, than what actually made the final cut. Uh, but I do have the scene. I, I actually use it in my reel. Um, but it, in terms of interacting with other cast, I got lucky because every, like, because of this small part, they didn't know who to cast. And at a time I was filming another movie called Killer Mermaid, um, Nymph in Europe. And I was filming it in Montenegro. And at the time, they were filming Spendable 3 in Bulgaria. So I thought Bulgaria, Serbia, is quite close. I, I didn't know it was actually not that close. It was actually quite, it was like proper three hours by plane and then another three hours driving towards the location that we're in. And I was like, oh, I can do this. And then, so when I, you know, let the production know that I'm interested in that part, they're like, all right, well, we'd like to meet with you. Stallone wants to meet with you. Um, the director, Patrick Hughes, wants to meet with you. Uh, the producers and Mel Gibson. So why don't you fly in, you know, on this particular date? And I was like, great, this is my day off, my only day off between shooting Killer Mermaid. So I sat in the plane, I drove to Bulgaria, to Sofia, to the, to the set. I got there, and that's when I first met first part of the 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 cast, which was Wesley Snipes. I met Antonio Banderas. I met Stallone, of course. I met like uh, Harrison Ford, and a bunch of other people. And I was like, wow, this is cool. And I actually got to talk to them. It was amazing. So unfortunately, Mel Gibson wasn't there, so they couldn't approve me yet. So I flew back. They said, we'll let you know. You know, you have to come back. 
So then I came back again on my day off, um, and then again something was, I think I met Mel Gibson, but I didn't meet the producer, and the director had to give, like, his say as well, and Stallone was still thinking. So then they said, we will let you know if you got the part. And then only on the third time, finally, they let me know, and they said, okay, so we had to postpone your scene now. You're going to shooting in the week after that. So I did go back again, so I met another part of the cast, which was amazing. And then finally, on the fourth fourth time, I, I finally booked a part, and they flew me in this time, and I finally met Mel Gibson and, and everybody else. And that's how I met the whole cast of Expendables 3, just because I kept flying in and out to audition for this part. And then finally, when I got it, I finally met the, you know, my husband on set, which was Mel Gibson, which was the main thing why I wanted to even play this part. I'm, I'm a huge fan of him, uh, as well as Stallone, of course, and everybody else. But then afterwards, at the premiere, that's when I really interacted with everybody. They had already known who I was because of those funny traveling incidents. And, you know, so I was lucky to meet everybody. That was like my dream come true. But even if my part was small, I got to meet like my idols in, in this industry. And that was that was huge. You know, we have uh, Natalie Byrne here. Uh, and unfortunately, we only get, well, not unfortunately, but we, we only got 13 minutes here left with uh, Natalie, and I'm just loving every minute of this. I just want to let you know right now, uh, this is your second appearance uh, on our show, yep. and uh, you know you've made you've you've made my life. Okay, I just want, I'm not just saying that because it's you, but you have made my life because uh, I, I I believe uh-huh. you consider me a I believe you consider me a friend. I I believe so. On Facebook. <laughs> okay, right. you're my number one friend. No, I do, I do, of course. Okay, all right. Well, you you had me cheering up there for a second. Uh, anyway, so we got Natalie Byrne here. We got 13 minutes here with uh, Natalie. Now, uh, another movie I want to talk about. Then we'll go back to Acceleration. Uh, there's a movie that you're in. I want to know what it's like to be on the set with Deckard Shaw. That, of course, would be Jason Stratham in uh, Mechanic Resurrection. So uh, Jason is great. I met him on Expendables three the first time. So I had already known him, uh, which was, which is again, lucky for me because uh, I don't know who else can meet all those icons in one film um, unless you're working on something like Expendables. Um, I mean, it's, I was totally blessed for that. Um, Jason is great. Um, I loved um, – I didn't have scenes with him in, again, Mechanic or Expendables 3, but after meeting him and talking to him and just like – you know, trying to understand him, I, I I learned one major thing about Jason is that he is such a hard worker, like especially physically. He will not do a movie unless he's given proper time to train, no matter what it is, whether it's Expendables 3 or Mechanic, mechanic Resurrection, whatever it is, I know he dedicates so much time into really diving into his physical character and, and getting honed and strong to do their, his own stunts as well. Like, he is huge on doing his own fight sequences, and he's very good at it. And his physicality is also something that I know is that he, he used to take ballet classes because he was a, he was a professional diver, professional um, jumper, like, into the water. And, and because of that, he has great flexibility and he's got the same thing like me, like a ballet dancer. He's got a, like insane endurance and dedication. So because of that, of course, like he likes to really train, uh, you know, in martial arts and really 
do his own fights in all of his movies. That's why he's so good when you when you watch any of his films. You know, another thing, very curious. You know, you said you met him um, in Expendables Three, and then you did another movie with him. When you guys were like, uh, like in between scenes and talking, like, do you guys ever say, uh, "Hey, uh, weren't weren't we in this movie together?" or uh, "How you been since we were in this movie together?" Uh, is there ever any interaction like that? Oh yeah, definitely. Especially like if we ever hang out after the film, like we're doing the like when we're doing the premiere uh, tour for Expendables Three. I got to go with them. It was great. Um, I was one of the only girls on, 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 you know, in the film, except uh, Ronda Rousey as well and, and myself. That's it. So they kind of invited both of us. Um, it, it was, it, it's fun to talk to any of those actors, you know, behind the scenes or during filming, but when you're not filming, because they talk about all kinds of like fun stuff. And Jason Statham is extremely funny in real life, like legitimately funny, always smiling very happy, outgoing, you know, loves to uh, to enjoy life, to do crazy things, just just like a real fun buddy buddy kind of guy. Like you can really become friends with him and just enjoy life all over the world. That's who he is. He's not scared of things. He likes to uh, to uh, challenge himself all the time. You know, and, uh, you know, a cool thing is, uh, you know, and uh, for uh, everybody that. She just answered the question. Ronda Rousey is a WWE superstar. She is on the set with a WWE superstar. There's a connection to a wrestling show. In case you want to know, thank you. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, now, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, but real quick here. This is this is kind of an ego statement. I just got to say this, but you know, you mentioned uh, when you were on Expendables Three, you were on the the you know you're on the set with a whole bunch of icons. Now you're on the radio with another icon. Isn't that cool? That's so much fun. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Next time they're going to ask me, I'll make sure to, to let them know how funny you are and and what you do behind closed doors. And speaking of that, you know, um, if if they ever come to you and say, uh, do you know of any extras, uh, anybody that would be a great extra, throw my name out there. And I'll Don't tell you it? what, if you do, if you do, what I will do is you wouldn't even have to pay me. I would come, I'd carry your bags, I'd shine your shoes, I'd go get you food, uh, I'd do everything for you. I would be your place for a year if you could give me a big part somewhere. Done. I am so taking you up on this. Like you said slave, and I, I heard you. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, will, gonna... I will do what, for oh, yeah. one year. I will be whatever you one want year. me to be. If, wow. Yeah, if you, if you want me to be a chair... I will be your chair. The power of a woman. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> you see? <laughs> and that's how we get things done. Uh, I am so appreciated. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to call you up on this. When I need a chair, I will call you <laughs> specifically, right, so I can uh-huh. sit on chair. That's nice. <laughs> uh, I, don't gonna, I don't know who's going to – I don't know who's going to enjoy it more, me or you. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see. Uh, Natalie Burns, our guest here. we got seven minutes here with Natalie. So, uh, Acceleration, uh, if uh, fans wanted to check that out, uh, you mentioned it's in uh, select theaters. Uh, so, is, it, what, what, is, it, is there a plan to have it released nationwide, or uh, will it be on DVD or Blu-ray uh, for us to check out? 
Uh, what is the time frame on that? Um, so Acceleration is an arena theater in Los Angeles. Um, it's a arena. Um, I think it's called Sign Lounge. Uh, it's on Sunset. So you guys go and see it. It's out today already, and it's also out on demand and digital HD. Um, so any any kind of like platform, um, Apple TV, um, Amazon, and you can also get your own copy of Blu-ray or DVD um, online. You can pre-order it already. It's coming out on December 17th. So Barnes and Noble has it. You can guys go online right now and just pre-order it, and it will come to your doors on December 17th. Um, you can also follow um, my news um, about acceleration and just other things that I'm doing. Follow me on my Instagram. That's Natalie Byrne um, underscore Nat- Natalie underscore Byrne. So please follow me right now. And I usually talk to my to my followers, to my fans a lot. I respond to any kind of questions, and I always follow them back. So um, yeah, um, follow me right now, Natalie Underburn. Uh, Natalie underscore Burn on Instagram and on Twitter it's Natalie Burn zero one and Facebook also Natalie Burn zero one. We have our um, acceleration page. You can also guys check out some more news about the film and we actually currently have a trailer, a mini trailer shown on Times Square in New York, which I'm flying tomorrow to check out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna film it and I'm gonna post it. I'm really excited about it. So on Times Square we have an acceleration teaser playing right now in New York. Uh, and then the page for Acceleration is, is on, on Instagram. It's Acceleration the Movie. So follow our um, page on Instagram as well, please, and on Facebook. Natalie Burns, our guest here. We've got five minutes here left. Now, i got to do a couple ego questions, uh, and then uh, we uh, we will let let you go for the night. And hopefully uh, your the next uh, movie that you have coming out that you'll be uh, willing to come on with us again and talk about it. Uh, if I were to yeah, uh, next time I have to fly. Next time I fly, to, I have to fly to you guys, so we don't do it on the phone. So we don't do it via the phone. Go. I have to be there live. Well, yep. I'll, I'll get I'll get, you, I'll, I'll get you a hotel, no problem. Uh, so, um, uh, a couple of ego questions here for you. Uh, if I were to yeah. send you uh, an, an address on Messenger, do you think you might be willing to send us some uh, uh, autographs for giveaways for our big December show coming up? Yeah, I will. I most definitely will. And uh, the icon How many did is you... a, uh, well, I'll uh, well, I'll send I'll send you uh I'll send you uh, uh the uh the amount of uh, my requesting so that way Got people it. don't think Got I'm uh, I'm hogging you. And uh, uh, <laughs> a couple other uh, a couple other ego questions. Uh, the icon made you a, a little collector's card and sent it to you on Messenger. What did you think of that with the movie poster on it? Oh, it was so nice. I loved it. You guys are so great. You're always, like, the best in supporting us, and you have time to, to put it together, so I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I also got to ask you, what was it like when you first saw yourself on a uh, on a bus stop bench with, bus the, stop. with the movie poster? Oh, my God. What was that like? I was the last to take pictures of it. Uh, everybody had taken pictures of it. Sean Patrick and I had so much fun. Um, you know, Danny reposted it. 
Chuck Liddell reposted. Everybody saw it. Everybody had contacted me. I, I was like the last one. I passed by it a lot, and I was like, oh, here I am. And lots of people were sitting on my face, and I was like, that's great. I made it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, finally, then afterwards, <laughs> I took – so, yeah, so you're not the first one. See who wants to be a chair. I'm a chair, too, already for some other people. <laughs> Somebody is officially sitting on me. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and, uh, yeah, um, now, one other quick question. We've got, we got, uh, we got about, uh, we got about uh, 60 seconds here left. Um, you know, uh, with, with uh, your movies and uh, DVDs, do they, do they send you, like, copies of your movies uh, that you can add to your collection, or do you have to go out and buy them like everybody else? Uh, per, well, it depends on the contract. Per my contract, they can give me a couple of, um, couple of DVDs, so I, I did request that. And I also have actually cool posters. I have posters that I can give away, um, uh, that I just got. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna receive a couple of DVDs. I don't have to, to buy them. I probably will, just to kind of make myself, uh, you know, feel like everybody else. I probably will buy one of the DVDs. And see how long it All takes right, and, uh, to And this may this may be overstepping the request, but if you could, not only a couple autograph pictures for giveaways, but for me, could you autograph a poster and a DVD to the icon and send it to me for my Christmas present? I can do the poster. I'll I'll have to see about the DVD. Depends on how many I get, but I'll do I'll do my best. Awesome, you're awesome. Uh, well, I'll tell you my best. All right, we want to thank you. You are so awesome. And uh, the next time you have a movie coming out, I'm going to stay in contact with you because you don't have a restraining order on me. Uh, I will uh, no. we'll definitely get you on again to talk I about do. your next movie. I do have a next movie. I have a next movie called The Comeback Trail with, with uh, Robert De Niro and Morgan Freeman. Um, it's coming out next year. It's called The Comeback Trail. Well, I'll tell you what. When that's uh, when that's due to be released, we'll have you on to talk about that. I love it. Let's do it. Thank you. Awesome, Natalie. You are awesome, and I want to thank you for being with us. And you have been so exciting, and I cannot wait to be your slave for a year. Just call me up. Yeah. <laughs> I will. <clears throat> All right. Move to LA. All right. Thanks, Natalie. Have a great night. Appreciate Thanks, Natalie. It. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. Natalie Byrne, ladies and gentlemen. Now, tell me, guys, what other shows has guests of that caliber on their show with them? Nobody does. Nobody does. That's right. So I was waiting for a response. Hey, Big Swing, our next guest should be calling in here soon, so uh, let me know when they're on. I don't even know if he's um, is, is it also is it another three one zero? I do believe. Yep. Okay, they are here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and muscling her way down the aisle, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the coolest bodybuilder in the history of female bodybuilding. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Natasha Briley. I feel a lot like Gilbert right now because I'm not your guest. I'm just a caller calling in to make a comment. <laughs> okay. 
What's your comment? <laughs> well, I just tuned in, so I'm not sure what you guys are talking about yet. Is it female bodybuilding? I honestly don't have a lot to add to the conversation, but I guess I could try. <laughs> but if you're talking about wrestling, I could, it could be more relevant. Well, 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 ask us whatever your question is. They uh, they dropped off. Yeah, they dropped off. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Well, then I guess we'll. So that that was a situation. Like that was a situation where you did the introduction, and the person didn't. It wasn't for that person, and they didn't know what the hell you were talking about. That 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 happens sometimes. But yeah. uh, the 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 guest should be calling from a six six one number. Six six one. Okay. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to toot my – well, actually, I, I kind of am. But, you know, our last interview, our last guest, I, I want you guys' honest opinion. Uh, you know, you don't have to sugarcoat it, but what did you guys think of the guest that we just had? I enjoyed the interview. Now, now tell me, what, what, do you, what, guy, what other podcast guys do you think – has that kind of guest power? Gets this kind of guest power that I that that I do. Very very few. Not very That's many right. that I know of. So, so <clears throat> I mean, you you guys heard of all the of all the scope of actors and actresses she's been on the set with. I mean, she's on then Dolph Lundgren, Sylvester Stallone, Mel Gibson, Jason Stratham, Ronda Rousey. I mean that's that's a wide range of uh, actors and actresses right there. I mean it's awesome, you know. But uh, what, what do you guys think? Uh, is uh, uh, when it comes out on uh, a DVD, are you guys going to go and buy it? I know I am. I will. Um, yeah, of course, I would. Yeah, I, I give it. I give it a little look. See. <clears throat> All right. So let us know when our guest is on, all right? That's yep. Just, uh, what Granny, it looks uh, like the Chiefs might have just sealed the deal. Yep. Intercepted um. the ball. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. So, so that's good. So the Chiefs are going to stay ahead of that division. Uh, and uh, obviously the Icons, uh, Icons Bison are, are romping right now. Yeah, and uh, we play uh, Southern Illinois University next week, uh, the Salukis. And uh, I'm also um, working on – we have one radio station that is thinking of carrying us, okay? They've been been listening to the show, and they're thinking of carrying us. And I have another radio station here in Fargo that uh, might carry us as well. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go mainstream here. When other shows, when other podcasts are on YouTube, we're gonna actually be on other radio stations. Top that. That's awesome. That is absolutely clutch. So um, let me check the uh, the board here. 
check my board. Where the hell is it? Um, where's the blog talk I, radio? I, I, there it is. Yeah, not nothing on yet. Okay, well we'll just we'll we'll just uh, continue chatting here about whatever. Uh, I know that our our guest uh, that's supposed to be on at this time um, uh, was uh, was te- actually teaching a bodybuilding class. So uh, she she said usually on Monday she tries to get out early so she could be on the show, but uh, it might run overtime too. So that's that's understandable. Uh, but um, we'll we'll just keep going on with this. It'll be it'll be good. But uh, so uh, you guys got any big plans for you know as long as we're talking here? You guys got any big plans for uh, Thanksgiving weekend? Do you guys go Black Friday shopping at all or no? Like no, you try to stay away from those stores. I well, I tell you, I used to work in retail, guys, for 14 years, and I mean, I have been, I mean, at times, you know, because they they station, you know, the employees near the items that are, you know, on sale or whatever they have on, you know, the Black Friday list. I mean, I've been nearly knocked down by people, you know, trying to grab that stuff. So, no, I don't even bother going. I stay away. Well, I made the mistake one year. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, not my current fiancé, but my girlfriend at the time, uh, has a great idea to go Black Friday shopping at Ball of America. Uh, so think about that, guys. Oh, wow. And I got tripped, and I went down, and I got trampled. I don't know if people thought I was a speed bump or what, but nobody stopped until the security guard came up and picked me up and dusted me off. Uh, but I was a I was a hurt unit. It was terrible, you know. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I may still have the tweet marks and uh, um, and. Uh, Footprints on my back after that. I haven't checked recently, but I, I know I did that day. I'll tell you, there was one incident where we had some sort of little, like a little scooter type thing, you know, and there was like one left, and the mother had gotten it for her little boy, and this woman goes by and takes the scooter out of the little boy's hand. And luckily, the mother got it back for her child, but I thought the woman that took it from the little boy was going to body slam the mother of the kid because she wasn't going to wow. get it up for nothing. And I happened Jeez. to see it because I, I was stationed there at that section, you know, and I saw the whole thing. So the the lady had to give it back to the kid, you know, the, the mother of the child and her child, but... It was it was horrible. I mean, it was awful. Wow. Yeah, I've seen people get trampled and injured at those stores too. 
You know, Big Swing, I was going to ask you, uh, you know, what you thought of the fact that, uh, you know, as long, as long as we're waiting for our guests, and this is a sports show, a semi, it is a wrestling show, but there's nothing really that's been going on exciting with the WWE for, well, I don't know, since we started this show. So what mm-hmm. we can chat about other sports aspects. I know you have your own sports show uh, in, in the afternoons, in the mornings, but let's just kind of... Tend to noon. You know... Let's kind of go off script here a little bit. What kind of freestyle, as our buddy uh, Conrad Thompson likes to say, what kind of freestyle here? Because this gives a potential said radio station that wants to carry our show uh, the list of wide variety of what we can talk about. So, uh, Colin Kaepernick, you know, Jerry Jones is. Yeah, Jerry Jones has said that they will not be they they did not send anybody uh to watch him work out. Well, they they don't uh, need him. I know. Uh wh- let me ask you this. And uh uh Grandy, you can uh, I know you're a football fan too. You can answer the question. Where do you guys think he will end up if any place? I don't think we'll play in the league again. I'm with you on that. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. You know, I mean, he's been out of what the league for three years. And we know that the NFL has proven that they're forgiving to a fault. I mean, they let, uh, what was the, um, what was the dog fight guy? Um, Mike Vick. Yeah. They let him come back, you know? Uh, and I mean, for those that are listening to my voice, I I understand what Colin Kaepernick's gripe was. He was not disrespecting our national anthem. He was not disrespecting our flag, but he was kneeling near the national anthem process. I don't begrudge anybody that. However, I don't think that is as bad as killing uh, dogs. No, not at all. I mean, do you agree or disagree? Oh, I totally agree. Dog fighting I think was worse than what he did. That, yeah. yeah, that was that was horrible. And with that being said, do you really think that the uh, NFL really uh, wants to see him, Colin Kaepernick come back? Or do you think they're doing this as a publicity thing? Well, I think he did it as a publicity thing because the NFL followed every protocol, every procedure, every standard um, that they that they were supposed to. And Kaepernick switched the time and the and, and the location last minute because he wanted he, he you know he was I don't know he was just being stupid and and I just I feel like he doesn't want to play in the NFL. He just wants people to talk about him. He wants to be back in the news headlines again. He wants the endorsements. He just wants to be relevant. And and that's, I think, why he did that, because he knew he knew it would be the top story all over the country. So I, I just think the whole Colin Kaepernick thing has become a cash grab now instead of a, you know, a fallen angel type of thing. So I really do. And uh, I I don't disagree. I'm, I'm fully on board with that. I, I don't know where our guest is, uh, but hopefully they will call in with the next three minutes because we'll still have, you know, 30 minutes with them, which is, you know, plenty of time. But uh, it's supposed to be Natalie Briley, um, 
you know, or in a toxic environment. I'm sorry, uh, but if uh, you if you uh, basically, I don't know if you have a, a computer in front of you that you can go on Facebook and check her out at the moment. But uh, uh, sure, you should see what I mean. Uh, you should see what I mean uh, as a female bodybuilder. She, I mean, just just checking out her pictures, you'll see what I mean. You know, there's I mean, yeah, I'll check she, her out. She's got. Yeah, she, you know, she's got muscles on her muscles. <laughs> she's she's that well built, you know. I'll check it out for sure. Um, is there icon? Is there any, is there any way for you to get in touch with them? Yes, there is. I will. Uh, I will try and. Uh, uh, I may. I may get disconnected and have to call back. But uh, I will try and get a hold of them and see what the the issue is. All right. So can you guys take it for a little bit, then I will uh, try and reach out. All right. So anyway, how was your week, Randy? Oh, busy. Like always, I'm. I'm. Holidays are coming up. We've got. Our holiday dinner coming up at the Lodge. I've got meetings coming up at the hotel in Little Rock for the conference, uh, you know, mid-year and annual conference next year in Little Rock for me being Deputy Grand Regent. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be busy for the next several months. So hmm. got a lot going on in my plate. I got a lot going on. So. But it is what it is. Yeah, you just got that big promotion. That's cool. Well, I mean, you know, it's just, it's not really a promotion, promotion. I mean, well, are you talking about the Deputy Grand Regent thing or? Yeah, the the head honcho or something now. Well, it's, yeah, I'm just going to be officer in charge of the women's meetings, you know, and I've got to. I'm waiting to hear I'm waiting to hear who our official visitor is going to be for February and then I've got to contact her and start uh setting things up with her like finding out when her flight's going to be in and so I can be there in plenty of time to make sure that I get her picked up at the airport in a timely manner and get her back to the hotel and you know make sure she has everything that she needs you know in her room, you know, which I'm probably going to be going down a day early. So I think like that convention is like the 20th through the 23rd of February, I think it is. And it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so I'll be going down like on the 19th to Little Rock and checking in the hotel and making sure her room's all ready to go for her and everything's ready to go and in place, you know, for when we get ready to, and then I have to meet with her and our hostess chapter, which is my chapter in Springdale. Our officers are going to be hostess chapter in February. So I'll have to meet with them and the official visitor and make sure that we get everything set up for all the meetings, you know, in a timely manner and things like that. But yeah, it's going to be a little different. So I mean, I know what needs hmm. to be done, but it's just a matter of getting everything done, you know. So hmm. True. That's always the case, though. 
but I'm I'll be like presiding over all the meetings, you know, like that Friday morning and Friday afternoon, and then Saturday morning nice. I have like a joint meeting with the men, and then we have our meeting Saturday afternoon, and I've got a couple of lunches I have to go be a part of, and then I have to take her nice. to a past president social like Friday night, and then we have. Our I just think that's Saturday funny when you night. just say when you just say moose meeting, <laughs> moose meeting. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it's kind of funny and then to say. We have our, and then we have our banquet Saturday night, and then we have our ceremony thing that we do Sunday morning before we wrap up all the final stuff. And then I have to get the final report done to send that into Moose International and make sure all that's done correctly. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot involved, you know. But and then I, and then of course. I take the official visitor back to the airport so she can catch her flight to go home, and then I come back home to Springdale. <laughs> so, yeah, I won't get to see my husband for about four days. So, four or five days, I won't get to see my husband. So, but it'll, you know. Hi, Con, you on? I am. I was, uh, uh, I got I got a voicemail. Left a voicemail. Hopefully they'll call in. If not, we'll just uh, we'll just keep rolling with this. So we have uh, we have uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and uh, I just want to let everybody else know uh, real quick here uh, some of the guests that we got coming on uh, the show, so uh, people know uh, what to tune into. I'm not going to give the exact dates yet or when they're going to be on because uh, there there might be a certain uh, individual trolling what I'm about to say so they may try and uh, steal said guests uh, and make themselves look relevant even though they are not so um, okay. let everybody know who uh, who we got coming on in the next uh, uh, till the end of the year we, we have more big shows coming up don't get me wrong uh, every show that we have is uh, it's big, but uh, let's see. Coming up, we have, uh, you know, next week we have uh, Bob Roop, uh, who's going to be on with us. Now, he wrote a book about what it was like being kidnapped by Saddam Hussein and escaping from Saddam Hussein. So you're going to be telling us about that. And also, who else do we have? But well, we have uh, Diana Hart-Smith, and we have uh, Justice the Entertainer, uh, I cannot wait to talk to her. She is going to be very, very interesting uh, to hmm. talk to. We have also a couple other big names here coming up. Uh, we have the international superstars, and uh, we have uh, Kristen Allen coming on the show. Do you guys know who Kristen Allen is? Um, Kristen Allen? Um, maybe if I saw like a face, like a photo or something, I might, but... Not 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 how, by how name. How would I describe the scene that she was in? Sure. Uh, the movie Liar Liar. Uh, Jim Carrey had just been put the put the curse on him, and uh, she was in the elevator, and he said, uh, "Well, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, your boobs are huge. I mean, I want to squeeze them." That uh, one? That that's her? Yep, that's her. Oh shit. Yeah, All right. so she's going to be on with us. Uh, we are going to have uh, Ricky Knight 
on with us. Uh, she uh, she has a, a daughter that uh, was uh, uh, an unknown WWE superstar uh, named Paige. So uh, she's going to be on with us. And, uh, yeah. And we're also going to have Miss Physique, which is going to be very interesting. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Lane Frost's nephew on with us. And also, for those of you guys who ever saw the movie uh, Eight Seconds, who knows who Lane Frost is, we're also going to have his parents on with us. And we're going to have uh, Brody Genero. Uh He's a, uh, a famous uh, bronc rider who was, was kicked uh, in the head. And they said that he would never ride again. And his first ride is actually going to be in the area, the arena where he was injured. And it was here at uh, the Fargo Dome here in Fargo, North Dakota. So he's going to And were you, were you at the event? Yes, I was, actually. I oh, was. So, so that's got to be pretty scary to see in person, huh? Oh, it was, it was devastating. And uh, they made a movie about him called The Rider. And, uh, hmm. yes. And, uh, is it shot somewhere else or did they actually now, shoot it in Fargo? Check that out. What's that? Did they actually shoot the movie in Fargo? No, but it uh, was shot in the area, though. And what about the TV? Yeah, what about the old movie Fargo? Was that shot in Fargo? Uh, parts of it, yes. Nice. And how yeah, come Icon? So. You're the icon of that area. How come you, uh, you uh, weren't in Fargo. I am an icon of Fargo. Everybody knows who I am, as you know. No, what I'm saying is, why weren't you in the movie? I didn't like the movie. Uh, I, was, I was, what, 15, 16 when it came out yet? I wasn't the icon yet. Ah, uh, I see you were still, you were still Misa Scott. Uh, well, I was known as Bill of Rivers. What are you doing? What a terrible throw from Bill of Rivers. Is he? They get all the I way down to, to the. I pit. had to. I had to. I had to mute my phone, guys, because Granny was doing her little happy dance. I had to mute my phone because I didn't want to scream on the air. <laughs> what an awful had, throw by Philip Rivers. I mean, you're throwing uh, into double coverage uh, on the sideline. What are you doing? I had to mute my phone because I didn't want to bust your guys' eardrums. I didn't fans that Granny oh, was doing you. her little happy dance. <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, what an awful <laughs> throw! You, you, on that one. You, you have a five foot ten receiver. You have one of the smaller receivers in the league. You try to throw a fade pass to the sideline against one of the better secondaries in the league. Why? What are you doing? <laughs> wow! What a terrible throw by Rivers. Anyway. Oh my. Um, <laughs> but uh, Icon, um, yeah, so we know that you're the Icon of, of Fargo. We know that. Everybody knows you. Everyone's, you know, a, a, anybody who's ever been to Fargo, North Dakota, in some capacity has met the Icon. So, I mean, obviously we know who you are. Um, are you, do you, I don't know, do you Do you feel like, Icon, that, that when you one day pass away, which unfortunately is the reality for all of us. Do you feel that there should be a statue erected to you in Fargo? Uh, honestly, I do not. Or at least a park bench named after you. Well, I, I think it would be cool if I would be honored in that way. 
you know, okay. I, I I think it would be cool to be to have some kind of monument named after me. You know. Do you think they would do that though? Well, you know, uh, we hope, uh, you know, that uh, I don't pass for a long time. Mm. That people have, you know, more time with me. Of course, mm. you know. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into a sob thing, but you know, the the fact is, when your numbers up, your numbers up. That mm. there, there's no there's no other easy way to say that. <clears throat> I myself hope that uh, my number in the game bingo is not called for a long time, but mm. it, it is what it is. Since since Granny, you, did uh, you see? Since, Granny, did you see um uh my comment on Icon's post? Um he's like the icon with his favorite cheerleader and with, with his favorite cheerleader, um and, and I coasted, I said, Look, I, I was like, I don't know if this is cute or creepy. <laughs> and, and Yeah, I I, I came across yeah. that, so Yeah, I, I don't know, Icon, I, I don't know, man. These are these are we're in a society that is heavily leaning on the whole sexual harassment thing, man. I would be pretty careful, you know, posting pictures and, and whatever, just, just because you never know in this soft-ass society that we live in nowadays if, if somebody's going to get upset about something. Well, can I comment on that? Yeah, by all means. Sure. they got 19 minutes. Well, okay, I want to comment on that. First off, the the, the picture with... Uh, with the cheerleader, and uh, I will not state their name on the air. Yeah, I don't need to. You don't need to, yeah. Uh, the thing about it is, uh, I asked the I asked the individual if I could post the picture, and if she would take a picture with me. So, uh, oh, okay. That, with that being said, I mean, I wouldn't have posted without her permission. Now, oh, a right. couple things. There, there is one thing that I, I do want to take issue with, that uh, mm. there's a uh, a fan at a football game took a picture of me and posted it on Facebook. And uh, when I'm you, – you've seen me in full icon gear. You have. I have. Yes, I have. I've uh, actually seen it in person. Granny, yeah. Yeah, Granny, unfortunately, has only seen me in pictures, not in person. But you got a big swing. It's a it sight is, to it see. It's a sight to see. It is. And mm. you took the words right out of my mouth. Just, just picture Walmart on a Saturday afternoon. That, that that's what it is. Anyway, continue. There there is one thing I do want to take issue with, uh, real okay. quick. Uh I had posted uh not me, I'm sorry. Uh a a, a fan uh at a bison game took a picture of me and posted it on on Facebook. And uh there was a comment Uh, there was an, a ND, made. an NDSU band member or a, a visiting team band oh, member? No, an, an NDSU fan. An NDSU okay. fan. Oh, uh, fan. I thought you said band. Okay, fan. All right, I got you. Okay. Well, I did take I did take a picture with the band too this week, but anyway. Uh, okay. I I wear chains uh, around my neck when I'm at these events. A lot of them, several of them, yes. And uh, I have three dog tags on. Uh, my chains that I wear around my neck, and they state uh, Fargo Moorhead Redhawks, 
They say Andy mm-hmm. buys him with the national championship years, and they have my name. And one person mm-hmm. posted, one person posted uh, under the picture that I need to take out the dog tags because I'm a faker, because I never served in the military. Now, I wanna, oh, I wanna, they, they they tried to hit you with the stolen valor thing. Uh, yeah. I don't want to get political here, but I want to tell you what I told this individual. First off, my father and his brothers, my two favorite uncles, served their country. I tried to serve my country. I was disqualified because of my ADD. I want to take a stance right now, and I don't want to make this political, but here's what I told him. I said, they're not real dog tags. They state national championships in the teams I cheer for. That's what they state. Two, if I'm a faker, and this is what I told him, if I'm a faker, what about President Donald Trump? He was given a Purple Heart, and he never served one second in the military. And the guy came back at me and said, well, he's the president, and he earned it. To get a Purple Heart, you have to be shot in battle, not just yeah. as the president. Hmm. I hate to go on the political rant, but I just had to get my side of the story out. Well, you the know, Stolen I mean, Valor thing Stolen Valor thing is kind of crazy. I mean, if it actually happens, it's a, it, it, it is a big deal, but in, in your case, um, you know, I, I think that, that a simple explanation of, hey, they're, you know, my teams or whatever should suffice to any sane, rational person. But also, if you look at your dog tags, dude, they go halfway down. They, they go like almost to your belly button. I, I mean, no military-issued dog tag is going to be that long. So, I, right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, yours are, yours are long, long chains. So, I, I just think that Honestly, in this society and the way things are today in today's day and age, I think people just need something to bitch about. That's really what it is. They just need something to complain about because their life is so incomplete uh, that, that it won't be complete without making somebody else's miserable. And I see it all over the place. I see it in sports. I see it in, in wrestling. I see it in media. Um, and, and, and Icon, I know that you and I have a different – uh, viewpoints when it comes to politics. I, you know, I, um, I'm not going to get into that either, but, you know, I, we know where Icon stands. He's been very vocal about it on, on, on the, uh, on the Facebook and, and the internet. Uh, I actually just got approval, um, to put my Trump 2020 sign on the garden of my townhouse. So it, it's, it's a lot different. We have different opinions, different views, different things or whatever. Um, and that's fine, but you see, that's what makes people unique, you know, is the fact that, that people can do that. Icon, um, I, I was going to continue on on this little rant about snowflakes and the soft society we live in, but we do have two, two, uh, phone numbers on right now. And I'm not sure if, if that's anybody you were expecting. No. All right. We have a six, two, six and an eight, one, eight. Let's try the 626 first. Carl, what's up? What's going on, brother? You know who this is. This is Otto Von Clutch. Yo, what's going on? What's going on, my man? Let me just let everyone know out there that next week they're going to be in for a very, very special interview with the profilers. And let me tell you what, Maverick and OVC, we are looking forward to it, my man. And you know what? We have Otto Von Clutch with us. Awesome interview last week. 
uh, comes impromptu here. I didn't even know he was sitting on the line. I was just ranting oh, about yeah. snowflakes and snowflakes and soft society here for a minute, and uh, and all of a sudden I look over. We had two callers, but Otto, you know, to play devil's advocate here because I love doing that. Uh, I do it on my I do it on my sports talk drive time show, and I and, and I do it here to play devil's advocate. I got to give the gentleman. I'm assuming gentleman anyway, although you never know in t- in today's society. But assuming. Assuming, gentlemen, uh, with an 818 number, his chance to say his piece. So, caller. I just want to say welcome to the Danger Zone. My name is Maverick. Oh, yeah. And I am Greatness, the other half of the profilers. That's right. We're both calling in to let everyone out there know about next Monday. We're putting it down here on the radio. Feel free to call in if you have any you questions see, for the profilers. We love hearing from you. We love hearing from you and Otto. We love, love both you guys. Um, I'm, I'm being a radio guy myself. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you right now and tell you uh, as much as I love you that I'm not disappointed. And the, reason I'm di- uh, the reason I'm disappointed that it was you when I clicked uh, on to accept the call was because I thought for sure that it was going to be Otto Von Clutch's father on the line uh, talking about how he was going to take the belt to the backside again. Uh, next time they fight, and I, I was I was gonna end out this last eleven minutes with, with with a little you know daddy issue talk here, but either way we do have the profilers with us, so uh, and they came in palm too, so so we, we love to see that. So uh, Big I, I, I got ready to point this out. Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I want to do this real quick. You guys, yeah. you guys both have the script. Uh, I want I want to have you guys do uh, the liner, you guys together, and then we'll play it at the beginning of the segment next week. Oh, you big swing. This is not about one-liners. This is real. This is the real deal, bro. If you want me to say the line, I don't even have to look at the line. Here we go. You want me to say the line? Well, I, I, I want you guys – well, here's what, here's what I want you to do. It. I want <sighs> you to say your name first. Oh, I will. Then, uh, then Maverick will say, and this is Maverick. We are the, and then you guys say together, we are the profiles, and then go into the the rest of it. Oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 Icon, it's just funny. I, Icon, you go. I want you to say your name first. He's been on the line for three minutes. He said his name twelve times. I don't think he has a problem with that. Hey, you know it, my man. <laughs> hey, no one's gonna put yourself over for you. You got to do it. That's right. So Maverick That's and right. Otto, we can my say name. our name fifteen times. Woo-hoo! That's right, Maverick. My name is Otto von Clutch, and my partner, Maverick. We are live, and we are here at the Attitude Era Live, baby, with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, and my favorite, Granny Holster. And together, and you know what? No, Icon, can I shoot for a second? Please shoot. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, go, oh, yeah, shoot go hard, ahead. Shoot hard. Let's hear it. Why? Go ahead. Pit the only, the, the only talk radio show that supports domestic violence. Check us out when we try to do live coverage. Of, uh, you know, they, they always say, they always say this. They say, respect your elders. I've been taught since I was a kid. Respect your elders. Uh, I don't think Otto Von Clutch really respects anybody other than himself and Maverick. Um, so <laughs> when, when, they, when they say respect your elders, we're going to see what's going to happen when he takes on his daddy. And he, Thank uh, you. Let me cut that. you off for a second here. Respect is something that is earned. Okay. And when you lose that respect, you don't just get it back because you're old. That, that's uh-huh. not how it works. 
See, you have to earn that respect back. Preach. You know, you can't you can't just disown someone because you don't want to man up and say that he's your son. Well, so you can't just do that. Than, you have to step up. Uh, other than um, uh, other than denying the results in the Manila envelope, uh, what has mm. he done to lose you guys' respect? What has he done to lose my respect? First off, let me tell you what, Big Swing, the one guy I kind of like, let me tell you what, that guy owes my family $50,000. It's a, it's a fact. My mother's already told me that she slept with a man. What more do we have to have? But we're going to have the DNA match. I'm going to beat his ass. We're going to freaking do the DNA test, and we're going to find out the results. And when we find out the results, oh, my goodness, it's going to be victory to my ears and my bank check. I will freaking send instead of, instead of the Icon asking everyone for free stuff. I want to send him five grand. That's right. I said it right here on the radio. When I beat my father, he signs that check for 50 grand. I am donating 10 grand to the Attitude Era Live, baby. Now, Icon, Icon, um, are you going to ask for 10 grand for free as well? <laughs> I love it. No, no. I'll tell you what, you guys wouldn't even have to, I'll tell you what, you wouldn't even have to do five grand. What you can do to help me out Let's hear it. is you can donate you can donate a thousand dollars to my uh, bankruptcy fund to help me get the hell out of bankruptcy. And Damn. I, I would be I, I would be grateful. Well I w I want I wanna I wanna back up here for a second. Rewind. Did you <laughs> did, did you say that you support domestic violence? No. No, he doesn't. No. No. I said the only radio show well, I said the radio show format supports domestic violence. So, for example, there's a big thing here, and I, and I don't know if you listen to Howard Stern, but they use this word a lot in radio. And me, myself, I have a sports talk radio up here in New York. I have my own show, so I, I have radio degrees. I know this terminology, and that is radio gold. Now, do oh. I do I support domestic violence? No. Why would I? That's terrible. For a radio show... It's great. This guy's coming on and kicking the shit out of his dad. He's like Bam Margera all over again. It is amazing. Okay? So, I, again, like I said, love to play devil's advocate. And Paul's my partner. Let me check I'm, you. Let me, I'm let going me to be, right I'm going to be rooting second. for both of them. I'm going to be rooting for both of them because there's nothing I like better than to see a family kick the shit out of each other on radio. It's just, it's just the best thing I've ever seen. Oh, I love it too. Let's hear it, Maverick. You know, all Otto Von Clutch is doing is earning the right, the proof that he needs to prove to this man that he is his son. Because imagine you're a little Otto Von Clutch growing up without a father, and you finally get to meet him after all those years, and he disowns you. And he smells like whiskey. No, no, let me ask and, you this, Otto. And, let me ask yeah. you this, Otto. Do you, do you have any kids that you know about? Do I have any kids? Now, you're touching a very sensitive button, but let me tell you what, bro. I got a lot of kids. I got kids in Hawaii. I got kids in Samoa. I got kids in New York City, in uh, Philadelphia, in uh, British Connecticut, bro. I got kids everywhere. I'm Otto Von Clutch. My seed has been planted among the sea of life, my man. But to answer how many, the question how I have, how many kids do I have? A big, fat, Circle, baby. Zero. I have no kids. 
Damn it, you think I have kids? I have no time for kids. I am training. I am getting to the, my best physical peak to get to where I want to go, and that is going to be one of these companies out there. I don't know, but I don't worry about kids. Kids, I can't stand them. Their hands are all sticky. They always look at you for like they want questions. No, it's okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to go reverse psychology here on this then. What right, if, and, 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 and I'll be honest with you, I forgot his name. I really did, because you, you, were definitely, you, you were definitely the more compelling character, so I definitely remembered your name more, but um, this Tombstone guy who claimed to be your father. Jesus. Oh, yeah, Tombstone Jesus, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's like Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly, I, I kind of walked him into that one. I knew exactly what his name was. I got it on the screen in front of me. But anyway, so the the thing here is, what if he, because they say the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, what if he has the same feeling about children that you have? And he didn't want children because they're sticky and they smell like aliens and they burp everywhere and they're, they're messy and they cry. And, Gross. You know, and, and you're mad at him for having the same viewpoint on children that you have, Otto. Yeah, but when your mother, when your mother of freaking 28 years tells you that man did the dirty and she says, you better get that SOB and beat his ass because he owes our family money. I'm going to go out there, and I'm, I'm getting really emotional. I'm getting really upset. i got to compose myself because next week is when we get to the bottom of this. Just so we're on the same page, yes, I, have, I, have, I have nothing to do with what he's asking you right now. You thank and I are you, friends. Thank you, Icon. I appreciate you, Icon. That's why you have your 8x10s in the mail. If you're if you're pissed, get pissed off at him, not me, because it's all him. Yeah, I, I mean I love big swing, but you know those questions are him. They're not coming from me. And of course, Icon, the guy you know, named the big swing. I mean, what is he a baseball player or is he a swinger? Well, no, Icon gave me that name. Icon gave me that name. That, 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 that was an Icon-approved name. But but oh, um, yeah, if it was Icon approved, that is scary approved, bro. It is very yeah. scary. Now Icon's got to jump in on this. See, Icon, I what I'm doing is I'm conducting <clears throat> an interview to get responses, an interview to get answers. Um, I am what I'm doing is I'm getting a, 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 some sort of a, I guess the best word would be response out of Otto uh, Maverick in this case. And uh, Maverick, again, I love you. I do. But in this case, He's Maverick doesn't matter. But, yeah, but in this case, Maverick doesn't matter. It is. He kind of does. Oh, 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 oh. Let me pause you for a whoa. second. Let me and pause you father. for a second. I don't matter. You're saying greatness doesn't matter. In the father, See, son, in the father, son, you know, cry on my shoulder because I have daddy issues dynamic. No, he does not matter. So we're He's going to be in the arena that night with me. He's going to be in the arena that night with me. He is going to help me. Actually, I can't even say that, but I know what I am not going to lose. <laughs> you know, you never know. I may be the determining factor. Oh, so you guys are going to cheat, basically. Wow. Tombstone, Genius, Tombstone Jesus better watch his back. He sure. That's all I got to say. All I can say, guys, this is a heck of a way to end a show, man. I'll tell you. I love you, Greg. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, you know, and Maverick, you know, he doesn't even really know that much about Granny yet. So oh, Maverick's a stud, Granny, so you better watch out. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah, well, you know, whatever. Maverick. Um, oh, wait, do I yeah, still have that? it? Actually, no, hold on. I might not have it. Hold on. I might not have it. 
Oh, there it is. All right. We, we got 60 seconds left. They're kicking us off the air here. We got Monday Night Football coverage. Uh, I wanted to say thank you for, uh, to Otto Von Clutch. Thank you to Maverick for calling back in. Tombstone Jesus, you should have called in. You had your ample opportunity. You blew it. Um, but you're going to call. You're going to talk to you next week. Uh, Icon is here. We had three guests today. And, uh, Granny, there's only one thing you need to take into the rest of your week with you. Touchdown, Raiders! No right, we'll see you guys way, next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.